One of the big stories this morning, Hunter Biden will be facing questions today um, from two GOP-led House committees, and this uh, it'll be behind closed doors. Deposition, that deposition we talked about some weeks ago. So taking place today, Hunter Biden, that uh, begins at 9 a.m. Central Time is when the deposition is scheduled to start. So 9 a.m. this morning. So Hunter Biden, uh, Jim Comer has been out there uh, quite a little bit, and uh, I think NBC News had a story about um, the committee saying that they found evidence to um, support the claim that Joe Biden was the brand that the family sold then to enrich the Bidens. So they found evidence of that, and we'll see what happens. Um, Comer said of that uh, Joe Biden knew of, participated in, and benefited from these schemes. Joe Biden attended dinners, spoke on speakerphone, showed up to meetings, had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. In fact, we've documented how Joe Biden has met with nearly all of his son's foreign business associates as they were collectively funneling millions to the Bidens, he says. So we'll learn more again. Now, this hearing today will be behind closed doors. So as to what happens uh, remains to be seen. But that gets underway here in in less than an hour. That will uh, will start. Among the other big stories this morning, Donald Trump, Winning the Michigan Republican primary. Uh, Joe Biden also winning. So Biden, apparently, um, there were a number, and you're hearing this this morning on Fox New, uh, from Fox News Radio, that Arab Americans responded. And by voting uh, uncommitted, uh and rather than vote for Biden because they're upset with Joe Biden. And I think what the what the story really is there is that they were thinking, what, 10,000 voters? They were hoping to achieve 10,000 voters, and they had 10 times that, over, a, over 100,000 voters then who voted uncommitted rather than vote for Joe Biden. And we're talking about Democrats. And Representative Rashida Tlaib had been really outspoken about this. She talked about it in the last few days, and she said she said yesterday, I was proud today to walk in and pull a Democrat ballot and vote uncommitted. We must protect our democracy. We must make sure that our government is about us, about the people, she said. And she said when 74% in Michigan... Uh, Democrats in Michigan support a ceasefire, yet President Biden is not hearing us. This is the way we can use our democracy to say, listen, she said. So they certainly sent a message. I'm catching it. Whether Joe Biden is catching it, uh, the White House is catching it, remains to be seen. So Joe Biden wins. 
in Michigan, despite, you know, those voting uncommitted, Biden still winning. And then Donald Trump also uh, in the Republican race winning. And he, um, as he took the stage last night, he said, I just want to thank everybody. You've been so incredible. The numbers are far greater than we even anticipated, he said. And and he called. He was speaking to supporters, but he was on the phone. And Trump said, we win Michigan. We win the whole thing. And he said, November cannot come fast enough, he said. So the thing about Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley did well. Nikki Haley did well. Uh, She didn't even come close to winning, make no mistake, but she did well. She had a number of people who voted for her, and Haley's campaign spokeswoman said that Donald Trump losing about 35% of the vote should flash, uh, or it should serve, she said, as a flashing warning sign for Trump in November, she said. And she was talking about, you know, Donald Trump winning in 2016 and um, winning Michigan at that point, but that Republicans in Michigan have done poorly ever since. You know, he lost Michigan Republicans. They're saying the state house, the state senate, the governor's mansion. And she said, let this serve as another warning sign that what has happened in Michigan will continue to play out across the country. So long as Donald Trump is at the top of the ticket, Republicans will keep losing to the socialist left. Our children deserve better. Do you believe that? I'm just kidding. Do you believe that? That Donald Trump at the top of the ticket, Republicans will keep losing to the socialist left. The... um. Uh, I don't know that I believe that. I uh, I think the because they're trying to blame this on Trump. This is what the Haley campaign's trying to do. Obviously, this, they're trying to move forward, trying to move her campaign forward. So, I mean, she's her campaign. Really, nobody's told her yet, but her but her campaign is DOA. Roadkill is what I read this morning. Made me laugh. I thought, yeah, roadkill. So Nikki Roadkill did not <laughs> did not do well. But the campaign saying, "See, I've got a very different perspective, and, and I'm not entirely certain that I'd bet the farm on this." But it's one of the thoughts that I have been having about what's going on with Donald Trump and Republicans, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is a rhino. She's a Republican in name only. And if that has not become clear to you already, I mean, then there's no, then I can't help you. Seriously, I mean, I think you just watch this and the, the way she has reacted and her refusal to step down and just all of these things that comprise who Nikki Haley has become, who's funding her campaign, all of these things. If you look at that, 
in its totality, I think you come to the conclusion, some will, because I did, you'll come to the conclusion, oh, she's a rhino. She's a Republican in name only. She's a phony. There are a lot of them in the Republican Party. And I will say one thing about Donald Trump. One thing he's incredibly good at is sorting out who the rhinos are. <laughs> right? He's, he's Trump is done more to shine a light on who the rhinos are than anybody I've ever seen, I think. He's remarkably good at it. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why that is. But what you see is this, whether it's, you know, rhinos like Mitt Romney or some of the other, uh, and, and on and on you go. These phony Republicans, they, um, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. I mean, and you see it in a lot of Republicans. And I just watched Nikki Haley and the way that she responds after all these losses. She lost again in Michigan. She Now, again, you've got a number. She had, I want to give you the, the, the final total. Um, I have got a number of, a number of stories on this. Um, and, it, it wasn't the blowout for Trump that uh, polls had shown earlier. So she actually, she, it was, she had a significant showing against Trump. Still lost by a large margin, but she had a significant showing. It just makes you wonder, certainly I do, you know, these Republicans who are supporting her, um, you know, you can almost, you almost know who they are. And I listen to Nikki Haley and the way she responds. And and I think Nikki Haley, when was the last time Nikki Haley sounded, sounded like a Republican? I, I couldn't even, not during this presidential race. I don't think she has. Maybe in the early days, you know, Iowa, so on. Um, I just have not seen it. What I have seen is the same kind of, and, and maybe it's just because I think conservatives in South Dakota have become attuned to, because we see it in our state. We see the rhinos in our state, in our state legislature and beyond. Who they're Republicans by name, and then you listen to the things they're saying, and you go, "What in the hell is that?" You know what I mean? What kind of malarkey are they spewing? I hear it all the time from South Dakota Republicans, and I just you you. You're not the real deal. You're just, you're not authentic. Nikki Haley's not authentic. And if it's not clear to you now, I don't think it'll ever become clear to you when you've got Democrat donors who were funding her campaign. Nikki Haley, that's right, Democrat donors 
funding Nikki Haley's campaign. If that's not a light to you to to go, what? I mean, if that doesn't get your attention, I didn't. I don't know what what. Seriously. So I just think there are a lot of Republicans in name only, rhinos, and that's what you're seeing. That's what the Nikki Haley campaign's all about. It's appeal to the rhinos. And that's where support comes from. And our dollars, a lot of them were coming from Democrats. Don't you stop to think about that and ask yourself questions about that when you see it? Again, you've got to be paying attention, and a lot of people, sadly, right now are not. So I, I just think the... The problem is not with Donald Trump. The Nikki Haley wants you to believe the problem is with Donald Trump. I don't I don't personally believe that. That's not what I'm suggesting to you that the problem is Trump. Now, problem is the Republican Party. The problem is the Republican Party. Ask anyone I mean, I've got a number of callers to this show who have if I were to open up the phone lines right now and say, hey, I want to get your thoughts on South Dakota's congre- Republican congressional delegation. <laughs> you know what would happen, right? It would melt down. Folks would, would go after uh, both Senator Thune and uh, Senator Rounds and express their concerns. That's what's going on in the Republican Party. And so the failure here is not of Donald Trump. The failure is with the Republican Party. And a lot of people who have, and I wonder if at some point the Republican Party is going to actually have to split. I've wondered this for a while. If there will be a split in the Republican Party and, and get the rhinos out. Get the rhinos out of the party. I'm not, I mean, people are free to join whatever party they want. But I just wonder if it at some point is is going to cause a split because I think it's pronounced. And Nikki Haley is a great example of that. So we'll see. She has said that she will go through Super Tuesday and then... That apparently it would be the tell as to how she might do as to whether or not she will continue. And I've just continued to watch that and thought, man, the money's got, when is the money going to run out? When are, and we started to see it, I think, after this past weekend, the South Carolina primary, when you had this, uh, the uh, big, pack that that pulled out and said yeah we're not we're, we're still supporting Nikki Haley but we're not giving her any more money and I thought well that's the beginning then of things to come because we're going to see more of that but that rift in the Republican Party Trump has really um, highlighted that more than any than I ever anticipated. 
And what he exposes are the fakers. And I think that's what you see. And now people are far more attuned to, you know, the politicians who are faking versus the actual authentic, you know, motivated by their beliefs and voting their beliefs. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. So also, as we talk about the um, what happened in Michigan yesterday, again, the big takeaway, a couple of them for Joe Biden, over 100,000 Michigan voters chose uncommitted over Joe Biden. And in Trump, or in on the Republican side, Trump, was the winner, though not as handily as initially uh, believed. The I was also uh, quite, uh, there was a poll by Axios. They did a poll. They surveyed younger voters between the ages of 18 and 34. And that Trump, is doing better with younger voters. In fact, I think Joe Biden, of younger voters now, we're talking about this voters between 18 and 34. Uh, The president's still leading. He's got 52% of younger voters. But Trump is at 48%. Now, that's only a 4% margin of error. I mean, that a difference of 4%, nearly within the margin of error of most polls. Most polls, you see the, the margin of error is 3%. So that would put them pretty close. Could be neck and neck, might be closer. We'll have to see one political scientist at the University of Oregon of these younger voters said, um, we don't know enough yet, but this idea that young people are going to keep populating into the Democratic Party, there are some question marks around that. I thought that was interesting. Because you look at what's going on at the Democratic Party, within the Democrat Party, they're moving further and further left. And this uncommitted vote yesterday in Michigan is an example of that. You've got voters who are even to the left of the president who are voting uncommitted rather than voting for Biden. And you've got to wonder, because that seems where the culture is heading, further, 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 further to the left. And, um, but that's, that Trump then is so close to Joe Biden. This was an Axios Generation Lab survey of voters between the ages of 18 and 34. And young, uh, young voters said their disillusioned with the political process and the lack of choice and the lack of younger candidates. Uh, the age of both Biden and Trump concerning to a number of them. Um, that was the reaction of one 25-year-old 
He said, I will say that Biden's age and the way it affects him is way more apparent to people than Trump's. Yeah, and I think that's true. You know, the age, but the age of these candidates and the issue with younger voters. And we'll see, you know, how that plays out as the as the campaign continues. Thanks so much for letting me join you this morning. Always great to have you along.